0: ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدًا عبده ورسوله أما بعد فقد قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا ايها الذين امنوا لا تتخذوا بطانه من دونكم لا يالونكم خبالا وادوا ما عنتم قد بدت البغضاء من افواههم وما تخفي صدورهم اكبر قد بينا لكم الايات ان كنتم تعقلون صدق الله العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الكريم Wanahnu ala dali Rabbil Respected kiram, my beloved elders and brothers in Islam, all praises is due to Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, our sustainer and nourisher. Peace and blessings be upon our beloved Master and Leader, Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu wa sallam Respected elders and friends. As we all know we are currently in the month of Rajab and Rajab is the 7th month of the Islamic calendar Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala mentions in the Holy Quran inna iddat ash-shuhuri shahran fi kitabillah wal minha arba'atun hurum Allah Ta'ala says that verily the months by Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala are 12 so these 12 months that we have in a year, it is not something that we or we have taken from the non-Muslims. Rather, it is something that they took from us, because Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has mentioned in the Quran that verily the months by Allah are 12. When this was ordained, Yo ma as samawati wal ard. When Allah wa Taala created the heavens and the earth, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala had ordained at that time. That there will be 12 months, and then Allah Taala says, "Minha arba'atun khurum." From these 12 months, four of them are sacred, and ulama say the four sacred months. Three of them run concurrently, which is Dhu'lqa'da, Dhu'lhijja, and Muharram, and the fourth one, which is standing out on its own, is this month we are currently in, the month of Rajab. So this month that we are currently in is a very, very mubarak month. It is regarded as a sacred month, and it is also known by different words. One of the the word Rajabah, the word Rajabah means to respect, and this month is also known as Rajabul Murajab, which is translated as a month that is greatly respected, greatly revered. My respected elders and friends, you probably would have seen the poster, the heading being "Who is your true love?" Before we get to that. I just thought I would mention a few points on this month, on this very, very great month. We find some historians say that this is the month that Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam's parents got married in the month of Rajab. And this is the month that Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam's mother conceived in this month of Rajab, which makes sense because if you count nine months from now, you come to Rabiul Awal when Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam was born and then also we have the miraculous journey of Nabi alayhi salatu to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also taking place in this month so these three important points and three things that were given as a gift to Nabi alayhi salatu in this month one being the five daily salah, which happened in Mi'raj the second was the closing verses of surah Baqarah and the third one which is a great basharat and glad tidings for the ummah at large, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells Nabi alayhi salatu Wasalam that give glad tidings to your ummah, that whoever dies and they believe solely in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, do not associate any part of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then that person will definitely enter paradise. So my respected elders and friends, this is just a brief introduction on the month of Rajab, and we know it is two months away or maybe a month and a half now left before the month of Ramadan. As we hear the ulama saying that Rajab is the month that a person plants the seeds and he waters it in the month of Raj- in Shaban and then the fruit come up in the month of Ramadan. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it that we attain the month of Ramadan and we take full blessing, forgiveness that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is meeting out in this month of Ramadan Ameen My respected elders and friends The Quranic verse I recited in the beginning Allah Ta'ala says "Ya <speaking> amanu, <in Hebrew> Allah Ta'ala says O you who believe Do not take as a confidant Anyone else besides yourselves Because they will not leave any stone unturned in trying to harm you and Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is talking about the non-Muslims. Then Allah Taala says, "What do ma'anitum?" That they are happy with whatever is coming to you in evil and bad. Qad min The hatred has already come out from their mouths. suduruhum akbar. What they hold in their hearts is even worse. So Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala warns us. And then we have the hadith of Nabi alayhi Salatu wasalam. Abu Sa'id Khudri radiallahu ta'ala, anhu, his narrator, he mentions that, لَتَتَبِعُنَّ سُنَنَّ مَنْ كَانَ قَبْلَكُمْ شِبْرًا بِشِبْرٍ بِذِرَاعٍ حَتّى لَوْ دَخَلُوا The Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam warns this ummah that a time will come that where you will follow the people before you, handspan by handspan, in other words, inch by inch, to the T, you will follow them. So much so, that if they have to enter into the hole of a lizard, you would follow them into that hole of the lizard. So Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum was surprised. And they said, O oh, Nabi of Allah, al-Yahudu Are you talking about us, about us following the ways of the Christians and the Jews? Then who else am I talking about? And what Nabi alayhi salatu was has said, has definitely my respected elders and friends come to pass in today's times. We find generally every February, the media goes into a frenzy. And what they're doing, they are promoting love, they are promoting affection. But the actual reality is what they are promoting is zina, is fornication, is adultery. That's, they are not bothered about you, how much you love your wife, or How's your relationship? They want to promote this evil love before marriage, intercourse before marriage. This is what they are promoting. This is a shaitani system, my respected elders and friends. And unfortunately, we have fallen for this, and it is simply the way of the West in trying to fleece us of our heart and money. So therefore, we get involved in Mother's Day, in Father's Day, in Valentine's Day, in Easter, in Christmas and unfortunately some people get involved in every single day of celebration that comes about in the year. Now my respected elders and friends, if we have to go into Valentines, read up about the history of Valentines, you will see this whole idea is soaked in filth and kufr. What we want, today it becomes such. That If the husband does not remember to buy his wife a gift on Valentine's, then there's a fight in the house. Not realizing that this is a kuffar culture, a kuffar system, and it is deep-rooted in kuffar and shirk. My respected elders and friends, unfortunately, with the opening up of mass communications, WhatsApp, World Wide Web, etc., so they use these things with images, with sound, to promote promote this culture. And we see these things and we fall for it. Our wives see it, they fall for it. Our daughters see it, they fall for it. Our sons see it, they fall for it. And then we expect the exact same treatment of what we've seen in that image with that musical background, person is going on one leg or whatever else it might be and suddenly it becomes something of a norm which is totally against Islamic Sharia. And that is what Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam said. Part of it was that you will follow the way of the Jews and the Christians, inch by inch, so much so that if you have to fo- enter the hole of a lizard, you would have followed them and you would enter with them. My respected elders and friends, Islam has clearly defined its festivals. Quran says that, لِكُلِّن جَعَلْنَا مِنْكُمْ to each amongst you, we have prescribed a law and a clear way. In another verse, Qur'an says, لِكُلِّ أُمَّةٍ جَعَلْنَا nasiku," That for every nation we have ordained religious ceremonies which they will follow. Islam has its own benchmark. Islam has its own ways and laws. This is not part of Islam. Like how, Salatu was came to Madinah Munawwara, Tibla was made. We didn't follow anybody else's way. We find Azan, Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala sat down. How do we call to prayer? How do we call the believers to prayer and inform them there's a time? The Jews have burning a fire. The Christians have ringing the bell. Just now I heard there was a bell. We don't follow the systems. We don't follow the ways. We have our own ways. We invent our own systems and our own ways. So we find that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us a totally different system. Unfortunately, we want to leave out the system and follow the system of this kuffar and sometimes we don't realize that we are actually aiding them in the kuffar now if you look at Valentine's Day at one stage this whole Valentine's Day had died down mainly in Europe it only was left in in UK itself and in America and suddenly you see now this day has come up again have we ever read up who was Valentine's what is Valentine's Why is this day observed? Do we know that? Do we realize that this day that we need or we want to celebrate, that we are being asked to celebrate by the non-Muslims, is something that is deep-rooted in Kufr? Valentines, they say, started up as a pagan ritual in the fourth century before Isa, 400 years before Isa. And the main action of this was a lottery that used to be made to distribute young women to honor the god Lupacus. That's, that's why these women were chosen. And then boys, and they used to take leather skins, and they used to dip it in goat's blood, and they used to whoop these young ladies, maidens. And it was thought at that time that the better ladies to give birth, and they will have better children. Now look at the kufr and the shirk in that. So obviously the Christians tried to stop this. It was called it was called Lupacalia. At that time it was called Lupakia because it was meant for the god Lupacus. And also at that time a lot of Romans were then converting to Christians and they were becoming Christians. So another version is done by the name of Saint Valentine, who then he was taken and he was jailed and while he was in jail he fell in love with the jailer's daughter and he was told that either you come back and leave Christianity we will marry you to the jailer's daughter but he refused and therefore he was killed but the Christians still love him because he refused to give up Christianity so my respected elders and friends there is so much of kufr and so much of shirk that is linked to this day of Valentine's, and by us taking part in a day like this, are are we not abating and to some degree agreeing with the Kufr and the Shirk? Yes, they may have packaged it in a different way, in a way of love, etc. But as I mentioned, these things are not there from the West because they need to promote love within our own spouses and our own families. In fact, my respected elders and friends, it's become a big money-making thing. There's a person by the name of Esther Howland. And this Esther Howland, in the first American commercial Valentine's Day cards that he started, he made $5,000 at a time when $5,000, this was in 1840, when $5,000 was a lot of money. And since then, it's just doubled and tripled, and now we know it's become such that if you, read, if you read up on Valentine's Day, it's become the second most popular day after Christmas. So this kuffar system, the first day that they love is the Christmas Day and the second one is Valentine's Day. However, if you do a, a, a search about Valentine's Day, then there is a legal, online legal forum called avo.com and they say that they release data that indicates that consumers seeking information about divorce increases and escalates around Valentine's Day. So much so that filings of divorce around this Valentine's Day, before and after, two, three weeks before and two, three weeks after, has increased, according to one website, 36% year on year. And this is all again because this is all again because we see these things, we want to implement it in our life, and then when it doesn't go according to how we saw it, then everybody is upset, and the wife is throwing her toys out of the cot, that he didn't remember Valentine's Day, he never bought me my flowers. But this is not something Islamic, this is a culture that we are picking up by following the ways of the Christians and the Jews, until they are entering the whole of a lizard. My respected elders and friends, there's many, many... There's quite a few actually uh, different versions of how Valentine's Day came about, but, my respected elders and friends, we can see that Valentine's Day, one thing is certain, goes back to Roman time, Roman times. It's a non-Muslim culture. It's an un-Islamic culture. Islam has no way of 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 assisting the ways of kufr, the ways of shirk, the ways of the Christians and the Romans, etc. However. Quran tells you and Quran tells us clearly if anyone chooses any other part except the part of Islam, except the part that was ordained by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and shown to us by Nabi alayhi salatu it will never be accepted from him. In the hereafter he will be from the losers. My respected elders and friends, this is not to stifle a person from showing love. Islam does not do that. In Islam, a husband loves his wife throughout the year. A husband, a person loves his parents throughout the year. A parent, a person loves his children throughout the year. So, he needs to express this, this love. If he wants to express love to his wife, he doesn't have to wait for Valentine's Day to give her a gift. Nabi Alayhi Salaam said, give gifts it will create mutual love between each other so you do not have to wait for one day that the kuffar has set aside and they have this where they try to show that they are a champion of a certain cause so they'll have a mother's day to show that they are a champion of the cause of mothers but the other 364 days the mother is sitting in a home friends they try to to use these days to show that they are promoting this cause when in actual fact, they are totally very, very far away from this cause, in whatever it might be. Even in Women's Day, they have a special Women's Day, but look at at the statistics of how many women are being ill-treated, being beaten, etc., from amongst the communities of the non-Muslims, from the Christians, from the Americans, whoever it might be. So my respected elders and friends, Another hadith of Nabi Alayhi, عليه- I gave you an ayat, وَمَن يَبْتَغْ غَيْرَ الْإِسْلَامِ دِينًا فَلِيُقْبَلَ مِنْ And a hadith of Nabi alaihi Salatu Man مَن تَشَبَّهَ بِقَوْمٍ فَهُوَ مِنْهُمْ That person who imitates a nation, he will be regarded as one of them. My respected elders and friends, is our iman so cheap, we need to let it go by celebrating these types of kufr and shirk. Allah Ta'ala knows, I'm not saying a person will become a non-Muslim, but the hadith of Nabi alayhi salatu says that if you're going to imitate a nation and imitate a people, then you could be counted from amongst them. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us. My respected elders and friends, there is no religion that encourages love, that encourages care, muhabbat, than Islam. In fact, this applies in all circumstances. And Islam does not deprive you from loving your wife and from loving the people around you Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam he himself he sat on the same mode of with Mu'ad ibn Jabal radiallahu ta'ala anhu, and he says, Ya Mu'ad Wallahi inni lauhibbuk O Mu'ad I love you Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam was asked that oh, Nabi of Allah who do you love the most? he said my wife Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha." so the person asked I mean from the men he says Nabi alayhi salatu wasam says her father, Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam after after Khadija Radiallahu Ta'ala anha had passed away. This is what you call love. After Khadija radiallahu ta'ala anha had passed away, he made it every now and then he used to send gifts for the friends of Khadija Radiallahu Ta'ala anha. Because he loved Khadija radiya Allah And Khadija radiallahu Also loved these. friends So should say, This is what you call true love My respected elders and friends So coming back to the topic Which is now coming towards the ending That who is your true love And that is one hadith of Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam I mentioned When Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam says La yu'minu ahadukum that none of you will have perfect Iman until I, Nabi alayhi salatu is more beloved to him than his children, his parents, and the entire mankind. My respected elders and friends, which love should we be looking for? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran: فَاتَّبِعُونِي يُحْبِبُكُمُ اللَّهِ If you say you love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Fattabi'uni, Then follow the Prophet salatu يُحْبِبُكُمُ اللَّهِ Allah will love you. And that's the love we all want. We want the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know they say, كُلُّ يَدَّعِي لِحُبِّ لَيْلَى la لَا تُقِرُّ بِذَاكَ When Majnoon was going around the whole town and says, I love Layla, I love Layla, it doesn't mean he's getting married to Layla. It's when Layla loves him back, then something can happen. So we Allah, we love Allah, but as long as we do not do those actions that make Allah love us back, it doesn't mean we are going to Jannah. It's when Allah loves us back, that's when we are, we got a guaranteed path to paradise. My respected elders and friends, how can anyone enjoy these haram occasions when there is so much of brutality happening in the world, across the Muslim world, We see the rivers of blood freely flowing from the veins of the Muslims in different, different countries. Whether it is in in Afghanistan, whether it is in Palestine, whatever it might be, my respected elders and friends, Chechnya, Bosnia, Kashmir, Gaza. And last but not least, my respected elders and friends, what about Turkey and Syria? What about Turkey and Syria? We know what happened. On Monday, on the 6th of February, 2023, we've seen, we've read, my respected elders and friends, these were people, the first earthquake hit at night, when majority of the people are at home. The death toll so far is sitting at over 20,000. Let me tell you, my respected elders and friends, and I hope I'm wrong, but this is just the beginning of the numbers that are coming out. There are thousands and tens of thousands of buildings that have collapsed. An absolute catastrophe. A mere few seconds of tremors and the whole region was reduced to ruins. Homes, families lost, children lost. Pregnant women giving birth and they finding the newborn child. Billions and billions and trillions of dollars lost. My respected elders and friends. This is what's happening in the world. And we cannot turn the blind eye and act as if we are oblivious to the sufferings of these people in these parts of the world. These disasters are there. Allah Ta'ala saved us. And Allah Ta'ala continue to save us. But they are there for us to self-reflect and so that we become closer to Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala. If we have forgotten Allah, if we have been negligent in our duties then these disasters are a wake-up call for us. Let us not, yes, we worry about them, but let us use that as a lesson for us to self-reflect. My respected elders and friends, there are so many other things that we can say, but time is up. All I am saying is that let us get out of this haram kuffar cultures. We need to educate, Some, all of us know this, but we need to be reminded and we need to educate our families and our children that this is wrong. This has no place in Islam. And therefore, this money I was going to spend, beside the other charity that we've given, this money especially, that 500 rand or 1,000 rand or whatever you are supposed to spend on a gift, add that money to your charity of Syria and give it to the people of Palestine, give it to the people of Turkey those that are suffering now. My respected elders and friends, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us from these type of tragedies. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bring us closer to deen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it such that we take a lesson from these mishaps throughout the world. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant relief to those in Turkey and Syria. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant those that were martyred in this earthquake the highest ranks of Jannah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cure those that are injured. May Allah Ta'ala save those that are still buried under piles and piles of rubble, where people are trying to get hold of them. And may Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala make it easy for them, make it easy for the families. This thing definitely will leave a mark and a scar on the mind of those that survive this till the day they die. May Allah, ta- Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala bless them.